This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Rays Radio. Swing and a high fly ball. Right field and deep. Geyer to the wall. Rays win. Rays win. Rays win. Welcome to Countdown to Opening Day. D-Man Toy with a two-run walk-off home run. The Rays winning ways here at Tropicana Field continue. Coming up, we sit down with Rays players, coaches, and front office executives to discuss the latest news in Rays baseball. For the lineup, he pitches. Adamas launches one way up into the air into left field. This one's got a chance. Turning Ben Benintendi, Willie Adamas with his first big league hit. It's a home run against Chris Sale. Now to get you ready for opening day, here are the voices of the Rays. Welcome to JetBlue Park. Neil Solon's with you from Fort Myers, Florida, where we are now 11 days before opening day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Getting you set for Rays baseball. The Rays taking on the Boston Red Sox. First time the Rays are doing so down in Fort Myers during the course of the spring. They have met the Red Sox a couple of times. And Boston's playing a split squad today, so we're not going to see all the regulars for the Red Sox. In fact, we were supposed to see David Price, but he's been scratched because of illness. The Rays have brought a ton of righties to hit against him. That's because of yesterday's washout in Port Charlotte. As far as where we stand, 11 days now from opening day, Rays are now down to 40 players in big league camp. They made nine cuts. Really no surprises after yesterday's game. Austin Pruitt was optioned. Eight others were reassigned to the minors. Nate Lowe, minor league player of the year from a season ago, one of them. Colin Poche, one of the others. Poche will pitch in today's game. Non-roster guys can be reassigned but still pitch in big league spring training games. Matt Duffy continues in terms of his efforts to be on the mend and get himself back on the field. He was supposed to take ground balls today in Port Charlotte. Another step toward trying to return to playing games. He has been taking batting practice, so that a positive sign too. And Tommy Pham is in the lineup as a DH today, but after uh, working on his throwing, uh, he said he's throwing KK-like, and he will be back in the outfield tomorrow, which also is good news for the Rays as we, again, count you down to opening day. As far as today's show goes, Austin Meadows with now a lefty on the hill. It's Brian Johnson for the Boston Red Sox. Not in the lineup today. He was to play yesterday. He's one of our guests along with the pitcher the Rays got from the Pittsburgh Pirates in that Chris Archer deal, Tyler Glassnow. Those are two guests on our countdown to opening day show, our next to last before the Rays kick things off against the Houston Astros on March the 28th. Hey, Rays season ticket holder benefits include access to special events with players' great savings on concessions and merchandise, entry to the exclusive Republic Bank draft room, and much more. To reserve your season tickets today, visit RaysBaseball.com slash season tickets or call 888-FAN-RAYS. Neil Solons again from JetBlue Park in Fort Myers, Florida. Coming up, we will hear from Tyler Glasnow and Austin Meadows, part of our program on Countdown to Opening Day. This is the Rays Baseball Network. Blake Snow and the Rays start the push for the postseason opening day with a matchup against Justin Verlander and the Houston Astros. Thursday, March 28th at 4. Be there from the beginning. Get your opening day tickets at RaysBaseball.com. 
before they sell out. We are 11 days from that opener. Neil Solon's with you on Countdown to Opening Day, getting you set this afternoon on this St. Patty's Day for the Rays and the Red Sox in what right now is sunny Fort Myers, Florida, after a washout yesterday. Austin Meadows not in the lineup today for the Rays. Of course, he made his Tampa Bay debut in September. He also came over from Pittsburgh in the Chris Archer trade, and I asked Austin how that short stretch with Tampa Bay helped him jumpstart his comfort level for this year. I think it helped a lot. Um, being able to play with these guys the last couple weeks of the season um, and getting to know them a decent amount, um, you know, as much as I could in those two weeks, and kind of helps me, you know, especially this spring training, knowing faces and knowing people and um, being comfortable with them, whether it's the coaching staff or uh, you know, the players or stuff like that. Um, and also, you know, coming over with Tyler as well, Tyler Glass now as well, that, um, that definitely helps the comfort level as well. Um, so it's definitely been a lot of fun so far. I'm looking forward to the future. How much does that figure do you think into play, feeling comfortable, um, being okay in your surroundings? I think it's important. Um, you know, I think if you come into a situation where you're not too comfortable, I think that that can you can tend to put pressure on yourself, and you can't you tend to not perform. And I, th- I think being comfortable with your teammates and knowing them on a personal level, um, I think that that only you know benefits you, whether it's on the field or you know in the locker room or in life in general. So I think um, you know knowing these guys and having that comfortable. Comfortability, that really helps you. Um, I think it helps win, win games and um, ultimately win a championship. You talk about uh, comfort level. That goes for off the field as well. Congratulations. I know you got married this offseason. How much do you think that helps too, just having that whole peace of mind and knowing you, you, you know what you're coming home to after a good day or a bad day? It's great. Um, you know, I take, I take pride in really separating myself you know, from the field. So after the field, after the game, I just – I leave it at the field no matter what happens that day, and I, I, I'm able to go home to a wife and, you know, our dog. We have a dog as well, so um, being able to go home to that, uh, which is more important, that's um, that's definitely definitely a great blessing that I have, um, being able to get married and, you know, I'm spending the rest of my life with her, and that's um, it's definitely definitely great to know that the future, the future ahead for us. Yeah, and I think it's important to kind of be able to, kind of separate once you get away from the field. In fact, I think it was either your Instagram or G-Man Choi's. You guys went fishing the other day? How much fun was that? It was a lot of fun. Um, uh, G-Man loves fishing. I didn't know he loved fishing, but being able to go out there with him um, and his brother went as well, and then me and my wife, um, us just bonding. I mean, you know, it's little things like that that kind of, you know, make us closer, you know, me and G-Man and, um, teammate-wise and, and being able to go out there and have fun with him, especially doing something different, you know, doing something away from the field. You know, we're always together um, at the field, obviously, in the locker room and on the field and stuff like that. And being able to do something different that didn't re- um, relate to baseball was a lot of fun. And kind of seeing the other side of us was, uh, was definitely a lot of fun. I know you can hit. Are you, are you a pretty good fisherman, too, I understand? Uh, I like to say so, yeah. I love fishing. I do. Um, I, was, I always joke with people, that's my calling after baseball. <laughs> but... Uh, but, um, yeah, that's kind of my getaway. That's kind of my go-to thing um, when just in general, um, that's kind of how I separate things. I just kind of go out there as peaceful, whether it's on fish off the beach or bass fishing or doing whatever. That's kind of what I always grew up doing and I'll continue to do. Let's touch on, on the field. Uh, you have a reputation for being a very good hitter. How have you felt about your swing this spring, and how do you see yourself as a hitter? Um, yeah, I'm, I feel good at the plate. Um, I think for me – Growing up, I've, I've always, you know, took hitting. I've always just kind of been a natural swing, have had, had, an, uh, have had a natural swing, and um, I just kind of go out there and, and 
play the game, and, and I've, I've picked up things in certain, um, you know, with certain coaches and stuff like that, and throughout my minor league career on how to, you know, approach pitchers because the pitching's only getting better and better, you know. But um, I've always took pride in my hitting. Um, that's kind of, you know, what's kind of gotten me to where I'm at today. But, you know, not only hitting, but I'm taking pride in whether it's defense or base running or everything like that. And I try to work on not just hitting every day, but also, you know, defense and, and throwing and base running and just trying to find little things to get better. And that's kind of what I take pride in is being able to um, get all those things um, top notch. And that's kind of what, what I take pride in. I want to touch on the defense and the base running, but um, to get back from an offensive standpoint, there's a chance you might hit lead off some during the course of the year. You've done a lot this spring. How comfortable are you doing that? And does it matter where you hit in the lineup? Do you change your approach at all, regardless of whether you're one, three, five, whatever it may be? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely fun being able to um, set the tone for your team um, early in the game. Um, I've let off a little bit growing up. Um, I've never really let off much throughout my, you know, minor league career and you know, major league career. But um, I like it. You know, I think you see more fastballs. I think you see more guys. You see, you know, a, the, especially the first pitch of the game. I mean, you know, it's going to be a fastball, probably most likely down the middle. So, being able to go up there and, and be ready to hit. Um, but you know, I think my approach doesn't really change much. Um, I hit just like I would in lead-off positions as I would in the two or three hole or wherever I'm at in the lineup that day. So, but being able to set the t- the tone early um, and definitely credit to the coaching staff as well for having the confidence to put me in that um, that first spot, especially this spring training. It's been it's been fun to kind of learn a new new spot, but I definitely um, enjoy it and I'm comfortable there. Obviously, the defense um, and the base running something the Rays emphasize. They want a complete player. From what I understand, you're fairly fast going in the bases and the Rays wanted to kind of make sure that your defense you moved as quickly in the outfield is that what types of things have they worked on with you and how much better do you think things have gotten this spring um things have gone well I think the main thing is just having trust having confidence in myself out there and and going and going to get baseballs full tilt you know the main thing is those first three hard steps being able to go get the ball and having confidence and knowing that I'm taking the right route and not not hesitating out there and just being aggressive. Uh, obviously, not to a point where I'm running into guys like you know Kevin and stuff like that. But um, being consciously aware of my surroundings, knowing Kevin how much rainy, range he has. He has a, you know obviously uh, a ton of range and and being able to you know work with him out there and just having trust in myself, having confidence in myself, and just going to get baseballs. And I think that that'll lead to you know me you know running faster, better routes out there, and catching more balls and, and helping the team. How much does it help to know you about KK? To your well, if you're in left, to your uh, to your right, or whether he's to your left, depending on where you're standing. Um, you know, it's great. He's a leader out there. Um, I've always, you know, watched Kevin, especially throughout my, you know, short or my minor league career and stuff like that, and watching him on TV and how he's he's so aggressive and he's so confident out there. Uh, that's kind of who I want to be. I want, and taking that mindset of being a right fielder, but also having that center field mentality of just going to get baseballs and. and um, realizing how important defense is and, and how important it is to, you know, save pitchers, um, you know, especially going to get baseballs and doing making plays that might not be made all the time, but being able to make those extra plays and going that extra distance to, you know, make those plays for those pitchers who could last. I mean, if you make that play, say, then the pitcher doesn't have to, you know, face two or three more batters in that inning, and it, it saves him for the next couple innings. So, just find little details and stuff like that, and just backing up our pitchers, you know. And but that's what Kevin does, and that's what I'm trying to trying to be like. Good mindset from one Austin Meadows as he looks to really be a complete player this year for the Rays. He'll have a chance to play an awful lot 
for Tampa Bay beginning in the regular season on March 28th. Not in the lineup today. Should be back in there tomorrow when the Rays are going to be back at home to take on the Pirates, of course, that being his former team. He'd be one of the first to experience the brand-new left field ledge. The new seating area includes complimentary snacks and drinks and is available through season tickets and groups. Go to RaysBaseball.com slash ledge for more info on this brand-new seating section and raise up. Neil Solon's with you, counting you down to opening day. You heard from Austin Meadows, one former Pirate. How about another? Tyler Glass now will continue with him, get his take on what's to come. Right after this, you're listening to Countdown to Opening Day on the Rays Baseball Network. Back in Fort Myers, Florida for Countdown to Opening Day. Hey, the Rays salute those who have served through the Rays salute to service ticket special, courtesy of Suncoast Credit Union. Military teachers and first responders can purchase $10 tickets to select spring training games. Go to RaysBaseball.com slash spring. For more information, Neil Solon's with you, counting you down to opening day, 11 days away. Tyler Glass now expected to start game three of the regular season for the Rays. Certainly has made some significant changes going into this season for the good. It started uh, with a good two months last year after being traded from Pittsburgh, and I asked Tyler how that has helped with his comfort level. Sure, yeah, I think that feeling is always... Um a little like the first day of school when you get traded over and you don't know anyone and you're you're thinking like you know how's it going to go and everything but um so maybe a little different in uh sports in general the baseball culture um i know everyone is kind of trying to achieve the same goal so everyone is fairly i mean i mean you're going to come in and you know you're going to get along with guys and like no one's just gonna you know what i mean so it's that's less nerve-wracking um but yeah coming in i mean everyone embraced me with open arms and I actually adjusted pretty fast, but it's been cool the last couple months just to feel like I've been here for a while. Um, but yeah, it's been, I mean, since day one, I've had a great time. You've made um, some fairly significant changes uh, as you got ready for this season. How do you feel about your comfort level with the changes in your delivery? And if you're not 100% comfortable now, when do you think that point will get there? Because it is, it is a lot to move, your, change and alter sure. your delivery. For me, it really doesn't feel like too much. I mean, this is the basis of my mechanics are still the same. It just kind of helps me stay back and, and feel a little bit more consistent. But I, I already feel really comfortable with it. Um, and, I mean, just that's how pitching goes. Some days you feel great, some days you don't. Um, but I think that window has shrunk to where I'm, I'm much more consistent right now. So um, I've, been, I've been feeling really good. How much has it helped to have Kyle with you throughout the course of the winter? Obviously, you built a pretty good rapport last year. It's great. Um, I mean, that's a guy I have full trust in, 100%. Everything he says, I mean, I'm, I'm all ears. So it's just nice to have someone you fully trust and are able to bounce ideas off of and aren't afraid to, to bring up some stuff. I mean, he's willing to talk about anything. So um, I think the last couple of months have probably been the, the most I've progressed as a pitcher in a really long time. And I think a lot of that has to do with just being around Kyle and being around all the other pitchers. Where do you think that progress has taken place, you say the most progress? Um, I think as for me, coming over, I needed to get right physically. So I think as far as like mechanics go um, and like patterning and like how I feel as a pitcher, that's that's gotten a lot more consistent and I feel really good. And then with that, the comfort um, physically comes kind of a, a different way to, I guess more of a, a comfort in mentality too. So um, once I started to feel good physically and kind of knew what I was doing and solidified something, um, it was able to kind of trickle down into okay now I can can really work on like the smaller things of baseball and like the refine those like more like competitive aspects of the game um, but yeah it's been great and you've also got a guy in Charlie here too I would imagine that that's got to be incredibly helpful how is it helping you 
Oh, it's great. I mean, that was probably one of the first big leaguers I actually ever talked to when I was with the Pirates. He was rehabbing when I was younger, so um, I knew right away Charlie was great, and we always had conversations when I was younger, and right when he got traded over, I was ecstatic, and I texted him, and um, I know 100% he's a dude that's going to help our team, not only in a competitive like winning standpoint, but just to, just to help, I don't know, just be a good dude for everyone. I mean, the team's so young, and he's definitely the veteran presence on the team, and there's no better guy to be a veteran than Charlie Morton. As you get ready for this season, how do you want to grow? What are your personal goals to help this team get where it wants to be? I think just every time I, I tow the rubber just to compete as hard as I can for however many starts, if it's 30, 35, whatever it is, um, I just want to, to go out and be consistent and go out and compete and give everything I can on, uh, on my fifth day. And I think everything I've been working on and as far as mentality and game day stuff, I'm, uh, I'm definitely up for that challenge this year. I think one of the things that obviously stands out for you beyond your size is your athleticism. I mean, the fact that you can do a backflip at 6'8", I know you think that's normal, but there aren't many people who can. How much of the changes that you made have allowed you to kind of just take advantage of your natural athleticism? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of, it's, I guess, being a good athlete and stuff is has been obviously good for me as a pitcher but obviously too I think that's just being a really big guy and have I kind of get down the mound and have like a pretty powerful stride it's, it's definitely like a lot of room for error so I think as I've gotten older and matured and kind of grown into myself it's become a lot easier to control my body and I think as I've made these changes here um, I've been able to <clears throat> like you said make changes or make changes to where I, I now feel more consistent to where I can utilize my athleticism more. And how much of that is the physical, and how much of that is the mental? How much stronger do you think your mental game is, too? Yeah, like I said, I think once you figure out physically, like when you're up on the mound and you feel like everything you've done all week to prepare has helped you for this moment, that's that's when you know you're in a right spot. And I think as opposed in the past, I don't think I felt comfortable in what I was doing to where I would have to think about it. And um, so I've been consistently with the same stuff since last year, and now it definitely is just you can take that mental energy and put it into competing as opposed to put it into feeling comfortable. When you came here, you had the benefit of being traded with a guy you knew in Austin Meadows. How much, how close were the two of you before then and how much has that helped at all too? Yeah, I've watched Austin play since he got drafted and I remember watching him take his first couple at bats and um, it was cool to get traded over with him. Um, I know it was cool for him to come over and get some opportunities and I know how good of a player he is and I know how excited he was obviously too to get traded. So, um, yeah, it was a good experience for both of us. It was cool to just, we've been with the Pirates for so long and we've, we've gone through all their stuff and it was just nice to, to have someone to go to the Rays with. Beyond um, Charlie, this is a very young group. How much does that help, do you think, as an individual to be around guys of similar age and experience? I think not only with the age and experience, but everyone in the soccer room or the clubhouse is kind of homegrown you know so many guys have come from that minor league clubhouse and I think with that comes a lot of like team camaraderie and everyone is is really here to achieve the same goal and I, I'm sure that's a case for most teams but when you grow up with guys and you come up with guys and you know how they compete and you know what it takes to get them at their best it's definitely an advantage um, so I think just everyone coming up through the minor leagues and, and winning together for so long um, that's just really just the mindset of the clubhouse. You know, everyone thinks that just because we're young, it might be hard for us to win, but everyone in this clubhouse realizes age is just a number and we're all ready to go. The one thing or the two things that are outside the organization are guys 
that you're working with, the catchers, Mikey Perez and Mike Zinino. How have how comfortable do you feel with both of them right now? And how much time do you spend now with them here in spring training? Yeah, I've been hanging out with them all spring, um, always talking about stuff in the locker rooms, and we'll have pitcher-catcher meetings. Um, I'm ecstatic to throw to both of those guys. They're amazing. Zanino's a huge target. I always like that, a really good defensive catcher. And I threw to Mikey a bunch last year, an unbelievably good defensive catcher. Um, we have two extremely good catchers. And as a pitcher, that that adds a lot of comfort. And that's it's a really good thing to lean on, and it, it allows you to – put your trust in them too knowing that you can throw your best stuff and they'll block it you know what i mean so it's it's a really good feeling neil solon's with you from JetBlue park in fort myers this is andy freed now joins me in the booth and andy you heard a little bit there from tyler glasnow as we get set for opening day and tyler's going to pitch game three of the season certainly have been impressed by the way he's carried himself he's in phenomenal condition and i think Having Charlie Morton in addition to Blake Snell in front of him probably takes a little of the pressure off, too. I would think so. Uh, you know, when the, we first got Morton, I remember thinking, well, we'll go Morton, Glasnow, or Glasnow, Morton. And then it started to dawn on me that it makes a lot more sense to go Morton and then, and then Glasnow. But uh, in terms of Tyler, I mean, obviously, he's an enormous part of this team this year, and he mm-hmm. does have to develop more consistency. On given moments, he looks like he is just devouring the hitter. I mean, that that stat where he delivers the ball closer to the plate than any other pitcher in the game really speaks volume, especially when you're throwing 101, but he has got to be much more of a guy you can rely on to be good almost every start out there. And kind of digging around um, over the last 24 hours since we saw that a lot of the Rays pitchers are wearing those shirts that say openers are humans too. Ryan Stanek told me that he thinks Tyler was uh, kind of part of that in helping create that. So it shows that there's just a great camaraderie between the starters, the relievers, the openers, this whole unit. Seems like it. I mean, it, it felt even last year, especially the more criticism the Rays got about it, uh, that it was uh, everybody pulling on the same side of the rope. It felt like they it almost circled the wagons a little bit. And this year when Madison Bumgarner and Jeff... Samarjic and, and uh, or Samarja are making these sort of comments. I think the Rays guys take it personally, and I think that's where that shirt comes from. And 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 let the actions and let the success speak for itself. No doubt. Uh, in terms of expectations for uh, Tyler, what are you hoping for this year? Adam? Well, I mean, it, it, I just hope that he gives you know the old cliche. He gives the Rays a chance to win. You know, most times out there. I mean, there, there are moments, and I think of that game against the Blue Jays last year. I think of that one he had at Fenway Park last year where it wasn't just not good. It was it was really not good. And then you have these other ones where he was really, really good. I think when things aren't going right, he's got to be able to figure out a way to get through those moments so he does not last just, you know, a third or two-thirds or one and two-thirds. If you could give him – if he could give the Rays some innings, even on days where, like every pitcher, he doesn't have his best stuff, then that will go very well towards securing the opener spots and making everything fall into place. I think well said by Andy Freed, and I'll join him in a little bit as the Rays get set to take on the Boston Red Sox. Next week on Countdown Opening Day, it's our final one. We'll hear from one of the battery mates for Tyler Glass now, Mike Zanino, and also pitching coach Kyle Snyder. That is next week on our program. Thanks today to Mark Hayes, our on-site engineer. Thanks also uh, back at our network studios to Tom Ponzo and Derek DuBose, Neil Solons, for Andy Freed saying stay tuned. It's the Rays and the Red Sox in Fort Myers, Florida coming up. And thanks for being with us on Countdown to Opening Day. You are listening to the Rays Baseball Network. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. 
that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.